always got Pixlexia, okay? This all on you? This all on your cow? Welcome, foolish mortals. It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. The reference here is very obscure. Welcome to the Obscure World of Disney. You're listening to the Obscure Disney Podcast. It's our belief that no detail is too small, no character cameo too short, and no quirk too strange to be celebrated. And with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, why not get an annual pass wherever you get your podcast from or find us at ObscureDisneyPodcast.com. And see all of our fun patches at DisneyPatch.com. Howdy, folks, and welcome to the Country Bear Jamboree. <laughs> I'm being told that was a movie... Did we just watch? <laughs> I love how what, quickly you forget. Is that what that was? That was a movie. It was a it was a movie, and it was very loosely based on my favorite <laughs> attraction at a Disney park. Now you warned me about this movie for years. Well, right? warned is a gentle word. I've complained about this movie for years to you. Uh, and when we knew that we were coming up on a patch cast, uh with a patch based on the country bears i said oh we're probably gonna have to watch the country bear movie <laughs> oh gosh you were that upset about it uh i the okay full disclosure i love the country bear jamboree mm-hmm. specifically i love the country jam country bear jamboree vacation hoedown because mm. that's what i saw as a child because we only ever went during the summer months that makes sense um loved it uh, they took it out of Disneyland. And they did like Beach Boy songs, you said? Uh-huh. That's fun. Uh, they took it out of Disneyland in 2001. Mm. And then uh, I didn't see and them again. And then they released a movie a year later? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I didn't see the Country Bears again until I took my first trip to Disney World like oh. a decade later. And uh, it was the end of the day. I was with a large group of people that no one wanted to go see the country bears with me. Oh. Um, and so at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? You guys can go do whatever you want. I'm going to go watch the country bears. Right. Yeah. So I go there. It's late at night. There's not a lot of people in there. I think oh. I was one of like three people oh. in the theater. So I sit down front and center and the show starts and I legitimately teared up because it had been so long since I'd seen this show and I forgot how much I loved the country bears. And this was not me as a child. This was me as a full fledged adult. You know, I was like 28, 25, 26 when I went. So it just goes to show that something from your childhood that you haven't seen for a long time that shows back up again can really push those emotions right. for you. I had the exact same situation when I heard Dolly Parton sing, um, here we come again. Uh huh. When that started, started exact same thing. I was like, Oh, I totally forgot how much I love this. <laughs> um, and so you can imagine how excited originally I was to see that they were coming out with a country bear movie. Yeah. Because I was like, I loved the Country Bears. I'm so excited. And while the movie didn't look like the attraction that I remembered, I was like, I, it's the Country Bears. It's going to be good, you guys. It's going to be good. Uh, And it was horrific. (laughs) And that's putting it gently. Yeah. So 
I found some parts of it humorous. I laughed. You did laugh a couple times, I which I was mostly, offended by. I thought it was, you know, f- I tell you what, though, it did feel very much like it was made for Disney, the Disney TV network, right? Mm. For like um, the cable network shows. It sure. felt very that. Mm. It did not feel like something that was released in an actual theater. Like, right. that blows me away. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially in 2002 when the movie came out. Like, we were doing pretty good films at the time. So, right. for that, that, that that's shocking. Uh, I, I guess you can take us through the movie a bit, right? The big, the biggest problem that I have with the show, I guess, if I'm just jumping right into it, I'm yeah. somewhat confused about the bears are bears, but they're people, but they're interacting with other people but they're bears yeah for some reason they decided that the country bears live in a world where bears are anthropomorphic and are 100 percent able to speak and hold down regular jobs and apparently have mortgages and careers yeah and no one bats an eye at the fact that there are eight foot bears walking around um (laughs) odd choice uh so legitimately when i thought of a country bear movie the great thing about the country bear jamboree is that um they created these bears that were so stylized there were so many different shapes and sizes their faces were really expressive in the attraction of the park in the attraction mm-hmm. and then you go to the film and while the animatronic faces that they have on these basically mascot style characters are very expressive yeah they got a lot of movement out of them yeah they They are not different enough to justify having multiple characters to me right they are very all they all look pretty similar and the iconic characters from the show are, are from the attraction are not in the show at all well they are in name only though yeah um, and in some cases, like the costumes look similar, similar. to the costumes. Um, they basically focus on the five bear rugs, which was, is the house band yeah. in the country bear jamboree. Um, plus they throw in Trixie, um, who looks nothing, nothing like Trixie, like Trixie. Yeah. So, you know, when I saw this, I was very disappointed. Yeah. So the storyline basically follows a a younger bear named Barry, which played by Haley. What's his name? Haley Joel Osment. Right? Yeah, it's a weird choice. How is this? How did this happen? I mean, he goes from seeing dead people to being a bear. So okay. Uh, and for some reason, he's been adopted into a family, and they gaslight him into not knowing that he was adopted uh-huh which i don't understand yeah uh his brother who has the most early 2000s haircut you'll ever see literally backstreet boys spiky with the bleach tips i miss that haircut i know you do <laughs> you're so not allowed <laughs> uh He's the only one that comments on how completely bizarre it is that the family's not telling Barry that he's adopted. Yeah. Because they're all human and he's obviously a bear. Uh-huh. Weird, weird. Super weird. Uh, but Barry is obsessed, much as I was as a child, with the country bears and decides that he's going to go and see the country bears at Country Bear Hall 
where they used to perform because apparently they were a rock and roll slash country band. And this is part of the problem too. Like, I guess they were trying to make it somewhat hip for the kids in the two 2000s. I'm hip. I'm with it. Right. That's totally what they were trying to do. So they couldn't do all of the country stuff necessarily. I guess but they are known for their country stuff. That's the whole that, idea. Yeah. That is the whole idea of the attraction. Yeah. And like, to your point, you said that there was a, uh, um, uh, Beach Boys edition as well. Yeah, during the vacation hoedown, they sing uh, California Girls, but they changed it to California but, Bears. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's okay. It, it, it's it's okay. All right. Well, and they sing like Ghost Rider in this. Anyway, I'm just saying the, the show was much better. The animatronic show was much better. Uh, so he goes to, he goes to the Country Bear Hall to find out that it is scheduled to be torn down because they're six years behind on their mortgage payments. As, as, as it happens. It happens. That's and, what happens when you give a mortgage to a bear. And when you, Right. And when you are six years behind, who do they send to tell you they're tearing down your house but Christopher Walken? Right. <laughs> because that's who you would expect to show up. Right. Weird casting all around in that situation. Did, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and and there's a plot twist at the end of the film that we'll get to sh- i'm sure but uh he decides that he's going to tear down the country bear hall and barry comes up with the idea of getting the band back together and doing a benefit concert to raise the what is it twenty thousand dollars twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars that they need to pay off the mortgage yeah. on country bear hall and so it turns into a bit of a uh, Muppets movie where it's a road mm. trip gathering the characters back together again. It does. Yeah, that's a good point. It almost does have a little bit of a Muppets vibe to it. It does. Now I mean, you said that. Especially since the bears were made by Jim Henson. It all oh, yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. functions. Uh, that is who helped with the movie. Yeah. And so uh, to be fair, if I was going to write a country bear film, my idea was to do a similar type of thing, not with the tearing down of the country bear hall right. thing, but to do a road trip of gathering these people and giving them backstories and reasons why they sing the songs they sing mm. in the show. Uh, for instance, Trixie, who's out of right. Tampa, uh-huh. uh, she sings a song about tears being the chaser for her wine. So maybe yeah. she has like a heartbreak kind of story, you know, um, meanwhile, uh, Bubbles and Beulah, and I can never remember the third sister, are from California. Uh-huh. So they need to get to California to pick up the three twins, yeah. the three triplets, I mean. Um, and between here and there, they can gather other people. Uh, this one, like we said, is more of a getting the band back together type of storyline. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it doesn't really work. No, and I was really sad they didn't reference or sing any of the songs from the ride or Not the attraction at all. Not a single one. Didn't reference in any way. I thought that would have made it a lot more fun. Yeah. Um, if Trixie would have came out of a ceiling at some point in time, that would have made it fun. And that's a different bear, too. Oh, oops. That's Teddy Bear. Oh, she didn't even make it to the she movie? She wasn't even in the movie. How do you cut Teddy Bear? You don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm so offended. She's like one of the most iconic parts of that ride. The most we get from them is they mention Liverlips McGraw, uh-huh. who is one of the other bears. And then Fred shows Barry his harmonica, which is the instrument that he plays in the mm. attraction also. Literally, other than that, we get no real references to the rest of the attraction. Yeah. 
Um, you could have done a lot, except for Big Al, right? Big Al, he kind of has a similar attitude, kind of the sad, droopy. Um, for some reason, I'm all about Big Al and his grass. Like, it was hilarious. You were happy me. about him wanting people off his grass? It just made no sense whatsoever. Okay. Which is perfect what I'm looking for. That's exactly what I'm looking for. All right. For. All right. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, the, the other downside to this whole thing is that they seem to run into singers quote unquote singers i don't know any of the singers that they run into uh, on this road trip you know a couple did i you yeah uh queen latifah oh well yeah but she doesn't ever sing that's true um she totally could have sang she could have done a rap or something right completely she completely could have done that they should have cast her as teddy barrett oh could you imagine queen <laughs> teddy bear coming out of the ceiling on a swing oh listen yes now i saw her in chicago so i'm gonna go with yes when you're good to mama so good uh they they run across a couple singers who do like pop type of songs that aren't very memorable uh-huh that's why i think that's why i feel like it was made for it because it, it it almost does feel like like uh like a decom um, type of thing and the um high school musicals oh like it was kind sure. of in that same vein of music too okay and i guess maybe that was early 2000s so that would make sense yeah and maybe they couldn't afford to pay elton john to sing because uh, they just paid him to show up in a funny hat <laughs> work in his garden he i probably didn't know. even he probably didn't even know he was in the movie yeah they're probably, probably just, just filming him through founder his gate <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> what do you think of the country bears what thank you <laughs> uh but they 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 run into random singers who all sing songs and they do these over-the-top musical numbers mm. um and then of course they gather everybody back together um they get to the hall. The, the ending gets a little muddy for me. So Barry runs away. They go to pick him up. But then the other bears are kidnapped by Christopher Walken, mm -hmm. who reveals that he was their competition in a talent show when he was a kid and they beat him and he's been harboring this hatred for them for 30 years and it was his lifelong revenge to tear down the hall yeah Which, yeah because they down. because their their band beat him because he was a person who played his armpits oh yeah that's right i why 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 <laughs> like i understand that sometimes a little whimsy sometimes a little curveball is fun and you're like oh that's that's just silly but that's just dumb i mean it could be that they were writing for a much younger audience but still crazy yeah right? i crazy. super unhappy uh but they end up throwing the concert uh at country bear hall and they walk in with a with a laundry bag full of money and say we did it listen i've owned a couple of nightclubs in my years and i do know that that's about what those rooms used to look like back then too <laughs> quite literally it was just like a literally like a garbage bag full of fives that you were like trying to straighten out it was it's fun good oh. times. good times not nowadays now we just swipe everything right yeah that sounds real dirty totally never gonna happen when it's yeah. like that but either way it was the it was the motivation behind the patch it was uh, well not the movie 100 percent not the movie um anyone that's been to the country bears in florida uh will recognize 
the song that I decided to reference on our patch. Yeah. Which says, if you can't bite, don't growl. How did that not make it to the movie? It's such we a know. good song. And what I have found out is that a lot of the songs that the Country Bears sing were old, like actual country songs when the attraction originally opened. Oh, that's fine. So they're super, super old songs that no one probably remembered. And so now we only know them as the Bears singing these songs. Oh, yeah. Which I didn't know. I totally thought they were just written for the bears. Yeah. But you're right. I do remember recognizing a few of those songs and go, this is an actual song. Isn't yeah. It? And they're so old that I think they're probably out of copyright at this point. Mm. And they're, they weren't famous. So it wasn't like someone's like, Hey, wait a minute. So-and-so sung that song, you know, right. It was more of just them adding character. Not to go back to it, but this is the other problem I had with the movie too. Oh, no Dolly Parton, no Reba McIntyre. What? Like, well, no- who was the lady that was in it that you knew? uh i can't even the other red-headed lady that was in the bar uh we'll think about it later okay remember now you recognized her when i pointed her out i said she's the singing voice oh it was like bonnie ray bonnie ray yeah that's who it was who's not country no (laughs) i guess they actively were going against the country vibe of the show well and then the guy that was sitting next to her was apparently in the eagles goes to show you how little i know about music but uh he was the singing voice for the other character but uh yeah the eagles cover don't bite if you can't bite don't growl right that and it's one of those songs that when you go with the right group of people they really respond to if you can't bite don't growl completely that and uh all the guys that turned me on turned me down Mm. um and then you have teddy bear coming out of the ceiling you have trixie with her her wine it's, Seriously, folks, if you haven't seen the Country Bears in a packed house, you got to. You need to. <laughs> it's and a fun experience. They don't do the vacation hoedown anymore, but it's it has more recognizable songs yeah. that you would probably recognize. Um, like I said, they do the Beach Boys song and they do uh, Fire in the Sky and things like that that people would recognize. But the original Country Bear Jamboree has the song, If You Can't Bite, don't growl yeah and you designed the patch as if it were to be like originally it was like a rock t-shirt right like a yeah t-shirt. um back when i thought i would break into the t-shirt business yeah. which is really difficult to do because there are a lot of really great t-shirt designers out there that could kick my butt in right. in shirt design but i did design it as an old uh concert t-shirt uh and it had you know, the names Zeke and Zeb and Ted and Fred and Tennessee in the If You Can't Bite, Don't Growl tour, uh-huh. um, which I thought was super clever uh, and I enjoyed. And then when we decided to step away from the t-shirt business, I thought, I still really like that idea. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't work as a patch as much, but maybe I can redesign. And so I did redesign, gave it a splash of color, uh, left the the bear skull on it so it looks aggressive right i think especially when embroidered yeah that's yeah, true and i even threw in a couple little hidden bear paws oh, in that's the fun. corners is too. there a hidden mickey at all i didn't do a hidden mickey in this that's, one um we don't normally right i don't normally do it um because it's you know then it really pegs it as a disney thing uh if you can I, find them if you can find it uh, but this one is definitely more aggressive. It looks like almost like something that would be on like a biker jacket. I would yeah. imagine like it, I could see this sewn onto a leather jacket 
I'd oh, be right. like, yeah, that makes sense. Or a Levi jacket even for yeah. me. Because I leather's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're too hot for leather, get yourself a a Levi jacket. <laughs> uh Steve still wants to cut the sleeves off one and make a, a vest like it's nineteen eighty three again. You totally want to do this, of course. <laughs> completely sure. Now, question about the t shirts though. If we ever found the the right people to to because that was part of the problem too before, right? Like they would take so long to have it made and printed and, and the quality was questionable and then like yeah, the price were good. Were so we like those but the prices were so high yeah. they made it ridiculous because really what i think you want is you you want a comfortable shirt first of all uh-huh. and then you want a design that's going to speak to people um and then you want a price that makes the other two worth it the price is the price and the speed are the two big problems with them for sure and so if we can get to a place where i feel like the shirts we make i can stand behind 100 and be like yes this is the kind of shirt that Uh i would want to buy i'm totally down to do shirt designs again uh but for now yeah we've kind of stepped away from those well because with the patches we're able to ship those out like the same day yeah and oh man we just love that because they're pre-ordered they're pre-made and all i have to do is drop them in envelopes and send them out right so yeah t-shirts can take like months it (laughs) seems no yeah it was probably not that long but yeah it can take like a month to get. and then i have no control over it and you know i'm a control freak that was a real problem with that so I controlling. I took the shirts down, turned it into a patch that I can have control over sending out. Yeah. And now you can add it to whatever you want to add it to. If you wanted to put on a hat or your leather jacket or your Levi jacket, uh, it's something that'll work on all those things. The hats are really cool. We've done that with a few patches in the past. Yeah. And they turn out so good. Yeah. It's definitely what I recommend to people. And someone else had gave me a really good idea the other day. Yeah. Uh, they asked if there was a Velcro backing option. Uh, which yeah we don't have the current we don't currently have the way a way to do but i thought that's a great way for people who like me can't decide what patches they want to put on things Mm. if you just sewed on sections of velcro so you could velcro your patches on and take them off when you wanted to switch them out i'd be down for that and i buy velcro all the time at home depot do you like weekly Uh oh (laughs) Why are you putting all this Velcro? It's for work. Is that how you keep your pants up? I know. I use it for belts. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. Oh, uh, good thing you're not a real bear because it gets stuck in your hair. With your, pa- with your patches, you started to not iron them on and you just sew them on so yes. that you can change them out and change them out if the shirt wears out. Right. And stuff. And on my bag, too, because we have so many patches that I love that I wanted to be able to switch them, switch out, them out and put new on, ones on. Depending yeah. on what, uh, what rides we're going on that day. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That'd be really aggressive. <laughs> Ripping seams off while in hotel, in hotel at night. room nightly. Yeah. <laughs> Not doing that. We're going to Epcot. Quick, change the patches. So if you are part of our patch club, you've probably already received it. If not, it's on its way. Uh, if you're not part of the patch club, you can always go to DisneyPatch.com and we sell our patches there. Check them out. Uh, you'll We have so many. You're sure to find one that matches something that you love. Uh, but it's like I always say, y'all come back now. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-finger point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast.